You're listening to WGSR, bringing hope and comfort to the world, 24 hours a day. Hi there. We here at God Stories Radio are reaching out to you and your business to sponsor us for as little as $10 a month. We need you so that we can continue bringing hope, comfort, and encouragement through the power of the Christian testimony. By your business blessing us monthly, we are able to bless others weekly. To sponsor us, email GodStoriesRadio at gmail.com. And you don't have to be a business to be a blessing. Visit GodStoriesRadio.com to donate securely through PayPal. Just press the button. You're listening to the God Stories Radio Podcast with Mike, Fritz, Trish, and Tina. Listen to us live on the Mixler app. Also, be sure to follow us on iHeartRadio and you will never miss an episode. And welcome, everyone, to God Stories Radio. This is session 163. I'm Fritz. I'm Mike. And I'm Tina. How you guys doing? Great. Better than last week. <laughs> yeah, really. Thursday night. It's here. It is Thursday night. We are here under the lights. Fantastic. You guys were a little bit under the weather last week. Oh, my goodness. Here's one thing after another. My poor wife was uh, suffering with hives and hives on top of hives. We figured out what it was, though. Yeah. Yeah, we had mold in our bedroom uh, from rain damage from Irma, Irma Gerd, <laughs> and uh, ended up having to rip out all the carpet in the in the bedroom, and just uh, except for one little piece that's under the bed, and we got to get that because the bed is just like moving a house. <laughs> it's unbelievable. But well, mold is a dangerous thing. It is a very dangerous thing. So she recovers from that. And then what does she get? A viral infection. Yeah. So poor thing, man. She's been just the last month. 
just unbelievable. Been a tough month for sure. <laughs> that it has. Man, we just want to welcome everybody on Mixler tonight and uh, see Alex on there. Uh, welcome everybody on the YouTube. It's just uh, great to be back. Um, we had to cancel last week because of the uh, illness and whatnot. <laughs> and we had guests planned, but and, uh, they, yeah. they rolled over till next week. Yep, we're going to have them next week. Uh, Dan and Diana um, Morris. Yes. A lovely couple, man. They're going to come in and give a a brief testimony and talk about the ministry that they're launching into. We're really excited to hear about that. Excited to have them. Definitely. What, and we you, won't be getting them sick. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's the best part. Exactly. No sickness. <laughs> Beautiful situation. <clears throat> yeah. Just welcome everybody. You dialed into a good one. We don't have a guest tonight, but we're going to talk about some stuff and we like to talk about stuff because we know everybody out there is going through stuff. So if oh, we can, sure. we can impart some, uh, Hope and encouragement, that's what we're all about. WGSR. <laughs> that's right. All Mikey all the time. <laughs> I love you, buddy. Uh, anyway, favorite part of the show, let's go over to Tina for the shout outs. Well, we have some Facebook likes this week, so we want to say thank you to Natalia Rose Tapia. Thank you, Natalia. Thank you, Natalia. Appreciate Natalia. that. Thank you. And then we also want to thank Charmaine Davis. Charmaine, thank you very much. Yes. We really, really appreciate it. Thank you for liking us on Facebook. And any, again, anybody else out there that has not done that yet, wherever you are, and if you can, just like us on Facebook. We'd love to hear from you. I know. We love the shout-outs. I just, I just love it. And the shout-outs, the emails, all oh, of it. It's great. Oh, goodness. We love hearing from you guys. And uh, when you like us on Facebook, you'll always get the latest uh, podcast. You'll get news and updates. Mikey posts some uh, really nice... Um, encouragement, um, yeah, inspirational graphics, I guess, if you want to tell well, it's, that. But it's God, you know, inspirational God verses is what it comes yeah. to. And it's, you know, kind of like where I'm at, at that point. I, you know, I look at that stuff and I say, and that's, and then I say, oh, that's the one. Well, those things always seem to be right on time for me. I love them. <laughs> I really do. Well, we've got a new country listening oh, also. Oh, here we go. Country number 92. Country is, number 92. All right. Is the Republic of Lithuania. Wow. Whoa. <laughs> Lithuania. Holy Republic smokes. Of. <laughs> oh. Wow. That's 92. a long ways awania. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> well, welcome, our brothers and sisters from Lithuania. Yes. Please drop us a line if you're listening to us. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear from anybody. We would. We love anybody and everybody. We'll take it. So, But seriously, thank you, everybody who does write into the show. You have no idea how incredibly encouraging it is for us. And, um, you know, we need encouragement as well. So we really appreciate that you take time out of your day to simply encourage us. Um, it really helps give us a lot of strength and put smiles on our faces and just, you know, just makes it a great day because we heard from you. Mm -hmm. So just, you know, never discount uh, what you have to offer because, you know, you may think it's a small gesture, but it just means the world to us. So again, yeah, we thank right, you. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Well put. Amen. No such thing as small gestures. That's right. Because it takes all those gestures to make it go. I know. You know, when you're walking around and in the store or somebody just catches you off guard because they're actually nice 
or they're pleasant or they just go that extra mile just to, you know, just to make you feel good. I mean, it's always awesome when things like that happen. I know. What did, what did I say to you the other day? It's, uh, it's pretty sad when it becomes an oddity for people to be kind. Yeah. You know, I'm experiencing that on my new job right now. People just don't take kindly to my kindness. <laughs> I, I don't know if it's I'm deemed strange or what. I don't know. You're the light. I guess. In I'd a st- dark place. Amen to that. Square peg, round hole. <laughs> Boy, that's for sure. Yeah. I think we all as Christians can attest to that and feeling that way because we just don't fit in, but we're not intended to fit in. And that's what the Lord tells us. That's right. We are aliens. Yep. Actually uses that word in some translation. Yep. And we're ambassadors we're for and Christ. We are aliens. That's right. I like ambassador. Yeah. <laughs> ambassador for <I> Christ. <laughs> we should feel that important. Yeah. You know, cuz God Actually, we should. We should because God the creator of the universe wants to take time out of his day to have a relationship with me. Mhm. He didn't want heaven without us. And I That's didn't right. do anything to deserve it. And as a matter of fact, I push him away and I and I mm-hmm. do wrong and probably disappoint him, but yet he still loves me. But doesn't that just make you think about your kids when you when you think about stuff like that? Well, yeah. Right? Like they disappoint us. They they get us really mad and upset. They mess up. But yet we just love them to pieces. You know, and I, I feel sometimes like he created that relationship to help illustrate the relationship he has with us. Mm-hmm. To give us a taste, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Citizens of heaven. I'm just glad the father doesn't want to choke us out like we <laughs> want to do our kids sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> he's sure he's had to look back when he watched oh, me man. walking around down here. Oh, Mikey, what oh, are you doing? Oh, my God, I'm glad his mercies are new every day. Uh-huh. Don't make me send that whale to swallow you. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Woo. Wow. But, uh, man, we just... Uh, so good to be with you guys tonight. So good to be here. And uh, just, I know I've welcomed everybody already, but welcome again. <laughs> good to have you. It's good to have all We've of you. We've missed you guys. We've missed you guys. <laughs> we love you guys. So, Well, tonight we're going to talk about a few things. And I'm going to kick it over there to Mikey because he shared something when he got here tonight that really stood the hair up on my arms. So I'm going to. On I'm both gonna, of our arms, yeah. I know. I'm going to turn it over to you, Mikey. Take it away. All right. Well, um, a few days ago, or probably what's today? Today's Thursday. Yeah, close to the weekend, um, my uh, roommate sent me something—a message from uh, Michael Todd—and I watched it, and it was awesome. It was, and it actually was—it reiterated where I believe I am and what I'm, you know, I'm holding on for and waiting for, and so on and so forth, and then. I don't know, something happened, I think it was probably the next day, and Satan tried to take me out. And he was working at it and working at it. Um, And it it came to the point, you know, I I read my Bible at night, and then before I go to bed, I kneel down by the bed and and, uh, talk with Father. And, you know, I was just 
slammed by what went on that day to the point where I just, it was short. I just said, Father, I've lost my hope. I have no hope. And I just said, that's it. And I just went to, I laid down and went to bed. And I get up the next morning and he knows the very first thing I do. I get up, I sit in the chair and I have a devotional. It's a daily devotional for the whole year called Jesus Calling. And it's got a page for every day. And here I am ending it with, I have no hope. I don't know what to think of, or think anymore, or think about. And, and the first five words in capital letters says, hold my hand, trust me. <laughs> I got the goosebumps again now. Oh my gosh, me too. The hair standing up on my arms. I mean, it's irrefutable. It is. If that was not coming from him to give me that hope back. I mean, I'm walking on my heels. You know, I'm like walking on air ever since that happened. You know, when I got that, you know, and you know, it'll, it'll take a little bit, be, you know, a little while before Satan tries to take me out again and uh, the air will be walking on ground. <laughs> well, when you say, uh, that Satan tried to take you out. Can you clarify a little bit for the folks that are well, listening? You, you know, know, I mean, as there's I say, many instances where right. Satan can try to take you out mentally, spiritually, physically. Right. Well, you, as I say, you know, that voice on the left shoulder there right, that's right. speaking to you, saying, you know, you're no good. You know, nothing is going to happen. You're going to stay where you are forever. There's nothing and no one for you. You're not going anywhere. You're stuck where you are. You know, and it just kept going and going and going. And he hit a couple of, pretty close chords as well. And it, it, I, I just, I did. I, I just went there and let the rest of my day, you know, I, I just continued to think about that all day. Well, I don't, I think it was about halfway through the day when this happened. And by the time I uh, went to bed, you know, I did read the Bible, but then when I went to talk with him and pray, uh, it was that short. And, you know, he knew I was disappointed and discombobulated and so on and so forth. And I get up the next morning and he, like I said, he knows the first thing I do every morning. And there it was. And I just knew that that was just written there for me. You better believe it. It's been many, many times I've gotten up and, you know, pop on TBN or something like that and, uh, or open the word or see a, a road sign. I mean, he just mm -hmm. uses all kinds of oh, stuff. Oh, he does. Absolutely. It's just amazing. In fact, uh, I remember the, the story that the guy wrote in, you know, in the two-hour stint of his day. And he mm -hmm. wrote in and it was about, you know, those road signs. Right. <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> so, yeah, you can write in if you've had an experience, something that you experienced during a, your day or your week or something like that. You can write in and we'll, and we'll read it. We love them. Yes, they're we they're do. pretty. They're pretty good, even there, because you know you can actually. It's definitely a God thing. It really is. And so anyway, that was uh, that was like the twenty fourth. I think it was the day of that devotional. So things happen on the twenty third. So ever since then, like I said, I've been walking on air because I know He spoke to me and said. And every now and then, when I start to get, I put up my right hand, like I'm holding His hand. And I say, trust me. 
man. Mm-hmm. There's no other place that I'd rather be. Oh, absolutely. In fact, I had that conversation the other morning, you know, with him. I, you know, I, there's a lot going on and we have a lot of irons in the fire and it's just like, Father, I don't want to get out of this bed without your blessing. You know, I, I, you know, I've made so many wrong choices. You know, I'm getting older. I don't want to waste any more time. You know, I want to take the quickest path to my destiny. Mm-hmm. And yeah, but, uh, you know, sometimes the quickest path is not the, the right learning one. path, right. right? And I, I get that. I understand that. But it doesn't make it less frustrating. But it has matured me to the point where I just don't fly off the handle and, you know, uh, facilitate things for the Lord. You know, now mm-hmm. I'm a little more patient. A little more. Mm-hmm. I hear you. <laughs> you know, and to hold my hand, it said, you know, there's a couple of verses in the Bible, but one of them that I pulled up was Psalm 73, verse 23. It says, yet I am always with you. You hold me by my right hand. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. That is a good one. It is. Wow. Babe, what you got over there? Anything? No, I'm just really thinking about everything that you guys are saying. And, you know, it's there's so many times in our lives where we just, like you said, we can either fall short or we just feel incredibly discouraged. Um, And, you know, I think back on the times of my life and I look at the role God has had in my life and I've seen him be not just my father, not just my God, you know, but my father, my mother, my uh, husband, you know, when I wasn't married. And it's just, it just amazes me how much comfort he can bring. It doesn't matter what the role is, you know, he can, he can fit the bill. It, uh, it's blown me away sometimes because I've had moments where I was just desperate and aching with anguish. And I just felt him, you know, I felt him put his arm around me or I'd feel him hold me. Um, And I'm just crushed. I'm just desolate. You know, I have nothing left inside of me emotionally. Um, And he's just stayed by me through all of that. Mm -hmm. You know, I felt him hold my hand. I felt him drive in the car with me. You know, I felt, I remember when my father passed away particularly, was an incredibly difficult time for me and I felt incredibly alone and isolated and um, just knowing that God was there and feeling his presence sometimes he just allows you to feel it and um, I'll never forget that time it was incredibly precious to me and it's what got me through I wouldn't have gotten through it without him um, and I've had a lot of li- um, nights and days like that as a single woman as well, you know, where you're, in my case, a single parent, but, you know, where you're just devastated and you're crushed and you're lonely and you have nobody to share all of what's going on in your life with. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he's there. He understands and he is sufficient. Yeah, and I think that's the most important thing for us all to remember is that he is sufficient. Mm-hmm. His grace is sufficient for me. <laughs> Amen. That's for sure. That's right. <laughs> and 
what what uh, Tina was just saying it reminded me of a another event or part in, in my walk that I mean I was really down and out and I just was for most of the day I said Father I need you to hold me I need to be held I need something I need this and at some point after asking. All of a sudden, I get this vision in my mind, and it was two hands, and I was cupped up, curled up like a little baby in the middle of those hands, and that was a wow. I mean, that impression was put in my mind, and that set me on on the right track for a little while as well. (laughs) I think about, you know, being in the shadow of his wing. Mm. And then he hides us from the, the storm out there. It's just, uh, man. Wow. We have a big, powerful God, you know. Oh, we do. <coughs> that we do. And he wants to show it. Wow. Hey, I want to welcome JW to the show. On hey, the Mixler. JW. Yeah, JW. buddy, and our good buddy, Mark Sinclair, on the YouTube. Yay, Mark. <laughs> hey, hey uh, Marcus. Love you, buddy. <laughs> Love and miss you. Uh, looking forward to... Uh, next week. Cranking up next week at the Bible study. Yes, sir. More so the food. <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> Maybe. But anyway... Uh, what do you got over there? Well, God just kind of impressed something on me this afternoon. He kind of gave me a title called Season of Failure. Mm-hmm. And how many of us have gone through seasons of failure? And like Mikey was just saying, you know, uh, the devil tried to take him out. But, you know, what was he feeling? Hopelessness. Mm-hmm. Failure. Absolutely. You know, that time is ticking by and nothing's happening. But you know, there again, it's all to do with perspective because we perceive it as failure, but in God's eyes, it may be our greatest success yet. Mm-hmm. Well, you know? funny that you would say that. Yes, because you have something that William wrote. <laughs> yeah, William sends a daily text and there was a couple of them that I saved. And this one says, uh, you should be thankful for your struggles because without them, you wouldn't have stumbled across your strength. Remember, God's crazy about you. Mm-hmm. And then the second was, a negative mind will never give you a positive life. And I was just thinking too, you know, when we are weak, he is strong, mm-hmm. right? Because right. His, his strength is perfected in weakness. Better believe it. So, you know, all things for us to think about, you know, we see it as failure, we see it as weakness, yet we could be, experiencing a breakthrough that God had for us, you know, because he, cause he's like, finally, now I can step in and take care of it for you because it took this long to break you. Uh-huh. <laughs> Plus he can see around the corner too. Oh yeah. And we can. We've and then always, some. Yeah. We've got to remember that. We could see around the corner. We could probably plan better. Well, you know, we've talked about this before in singles ministry too, where, you know, a lot of times we get embedded into our head that our perspective is the right perspective mm-hmm. and God should fall in line with our perspective and what we believe is the way things should 
should happen or, or, you know, flow. Um, but, you know, it's rarely like that, you know, because like you said before, God says, you know, my ways aren't your ways. And he means that, you know, his plan and his ideas aren't going to be anything like what we've con- conjured up in our heads. And he has a way in which he wants things to roll out. It's really our job to be patient and to continue to pray and to submit to his will during those times. And, you know, I, I find the older that I get, um, the more I'm learning how to do that, to just say, you know what? I don't understand what's going on right now. It doesn't make any sense to me, but I know that you have my best interests at heart and I'm just going to trust in that. Amen to that, babe. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Amen to that. Absolutely. Just got to trust. Trust me. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, I had written down a couple of things uh, associated with seasons of failure, and we can touch on them and just talk about them. One is guilt and condemnation. I know that none of us have gone through any of that. No. <laughs> <laughs> condemnation, codependency, that kind of thing. Oh, sure. All the C words. All the C words, yeah. Um. I don't. Uh, I don't have anything jumping at me right now. Condemnation. I mean, that's Satan's favorite uh, tool to try and uh, take you down. Yeah, he's a liar, and he loves to condemn. You know. But when you know you're trying, you're when you know you know when you're being condemned, it's not of the Father. That's right. Yep. When you're going through seasons of condemnation, what suggestion could you give to the listeners? Uh, I'd say f- beef up your prayer life. Beef up your prayer life. Mm-hmm. And yeah, get closer to have the Father. Have a go-to scripture. Yeah, get closer to Father. Amen to that. I think Francis Chan was saying that in some of his darkest times, you know, when the enemy was kind of, ramping up his attacks in that manner, he noticed his prayer life was weaker during those moments. So he would just, you know, ramp back up his prayer life and it would change the dynamics of things mm-hmm. again. So, you know, it's it's spiritual warfare. Absolutely. You know? And we forget that because we don't like to think about spiritual things. We like to keep well, everything black and white. Oh, yeah. I, I read something somewhere that <clears throat> any anytime you start talking with a father and pray to a father there that's instantly starting spiritual warfare right there mm-hmm. well yeah you're inviting it absolutely i think i take it another hand. step further and just say anytime you start trusting god anytime you start turning things over to him you know the enemy views that as like defeat and mm-hmm. you know he's gonna come after mm-hmm because it's like he's losing ground, you know, it's a battle that's well, happening. And, and that just told me, like we were talking earlier, it's, you know, what you guys have been going through for quite a while here, that, you know, you, you, you figure that you're on the right path because you're being, you know, Satan's at you and this is happening and that's happening. Well, the same as, you know, like you just said, I just thought of that too, that, you know, I must be on the right path as well with Satan continually trying to take me out, so... Doing something right. That's right. Amen. Thanks, guys, for the good answers. Well, the second one I had written down is stress. Uh, obviously, 
you're going to be stressed out. Worrying. Worrying. I mean, yeah. stress can bring a host of other things, mm-hmm. physical problems. Oh, yes. You know, lack of See, sleep. You have stress. It, it can definitely come in, turn into physical. And some people refer to stress as anxiety. But, you know, God tells us not to be anxious about anything. Mm-hmm. And every time I hear that word anxiety, I always think about that scripture because it seems to be that anxiety has become a go-to word, you know, in our culture today. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just seems so like Satan to use something like that. You know, if he can't get you in other ways, he wants to get you in this way to yeah. oppress you. Well, you're either anxious right. or you're depressed. Well, he knows where you're weak. So yeah. right. that's where he's going to attack. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> but you weren't made, you weren't created to be, you know, in a spirit of fear. Nope. God tells us that directly. And, you know, you have, again, it comes back to trust. You know, you have to learn how to trust the Lord. That's what I feel like God is constantly trying to teach us because we're always trying to take the reins and, and gain control. And that was pretty much like what original sin was in the first place. You know, we didn't want to do it God's way. We wanted to take control of the situation and choose for ourselves rather than listening to what we were told, you know? And I just feel like, you know, more and more in our Christian walk, a lot of the trials that we go through, they're the root it boils down to is trust. You know, God is teaching us how to depend on him and how to trust him in every facet of our life. That's good preaching, babe. I'm going to buy your tape. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was ministering to me just then. <laughs> wow. Well, that was good, guys. Uh, I'm going to move on to the next one and uh, that I had written. And this is probably the wrong word, but I wrote uh, solitude um, and separation. I'm thinking more of uh, uh, confinement or, uh, you know, where you just... Uh, Separate yourself from everybody. You withdraw. Everything you withdraw. Solitary confinement <laughs> kind of thing. Self-imposed. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Because you don't really want to have to face anybody or answer to anything. And, you know, that's where Satan wants you. Oh, he wants you alone. You bet. And um, Less people to fight. <laughs> or be at by, you know be by your side and stand stand with you pray with you that's a encourage that's, you that's a good reason to be in a small group mm-hmm. you know to have brothers and sisters that are willing to pray for you and fight by your side even when you can't even have the strength to ask for it yourself i know fritz and i are involved in a small group um and um our buddy mark And if it wasn't for people praying for us, like just because even if they don't know the circumstances of what you're going through, but just having friends that are willing to pray for you Mm -hmm. and and lift you up in that manner, it's it's invaluable. You know, you can't you can't put a price on something like that. And that's why it's important to fellowship and go to church and get plugged into a small group. You have to let people get to know you. You have to get uncomfortable. You have to, you mm-hmm. know, let people in. 
but it's it's for your own benefit in the end, you know? It is. You're not supposed to isolate yourself. No, and the Bible, I've said it before, is all about relationships so that you don't, you're not, a man is not an island. And, and again, so you don't do life alone, that you do have, a, you know, brothers and sisters there that will uh, give you some encouragement and, and lift you up in prayer and be there to hug you or hold your hand or whatever. It's, that's what it's for. That's what we tried to do in singles ministry as well was, you know, give all these singles a place to come and kind of get to know each other and do life together instead of having to walk it alone, you know? I mean, of course, they always have their relationship with Christ to lean on, but to have other, you know, fellow brothers and sisters there who are willing to say, hey, I'll pray with you, or, you know, you don't have to go to that alone, I'll go with you, or, you know, just having that body of Christ there Mm -hmm. to fulfill those needs, or even just serving together, I saw the most glory um, when we would serve together. I mean, it was just phenomenal. Yeah. Just see the glory of God, you know, when we all just came together and served others. And uh, just, uh, it just brought to mind um, our brother, uh, Randy, um, has been going through uh, some stuff the last week or so and actually had uh, eye surgery today. And, uh, I think there was seven, seven of them only on our list that we were out there, you know, and he was in surgery this morning and we were all praying for him. Mm-hmm. Um, that in itself, if you were to ask him that in itself, just helped them get through. Oh, absolutely. There's such power there. And, you know, with the, with the luxury of technology, you can just send one text and you've got, Mm-hmm. A multitude of people that are standing behind you instantly. Right. And Randy's usually one that sends them out for everybody else, but today it was his turn. Mm-hmm. It is kind of nice when you can return the favor. Right. Especially somebody that's so committed, mm-hmm. like Randy. Just love that brother. Yes, sir. Well, that was good, man. Um, the next one I had was uh, like social awkwardness. I guess that really kind of goes hand in hand with the isolation and separation, depression, anxiety. I honestly believe as Christians that we're all equally socially awkward because we were not designed to fit in, you know, and that was a a purposeful design. Um, And I know that, you know, a lot of you guys feel separated and so forth because of that, but you have to embrace it because we, we aren't designed to fit in, but we, you know, with the world, that is. We aren't designed to fit in with the world. But you get around, you know, a brother or a sister, a believer in Christ, and you'll find, oh, wow, I really connect with this person. Mm -hmm. There's like, it's almost like, you know, a magnetic sort of like click that happens because um, you're on the same page, you know, you have the same value system and value structure and you don't share that with the rest of the world because the rest of the world values things that are meaningless. Mm-hmm. Well said, babe. Well said. Well, the last one that I had written down was uh, spiritual separation from God. Oh. And uh, I know that never happens. <laughs> uh, it hasn't ever happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when I've done something that I shouldn't have and everything else, I just hate it. 
knowing yep. that there is separation there, I try not to let it last too long. I don't. I go just like David did in the Bible. As, uh, in the Bible, it says, David, after my own heart. And the reason why it's it said that is because he knew his uh, failures and his sin and everything else, and he went and repented right away. And I try to do the same thing as best I can because I don't like feeling that separation. Oh, yeah, you have to. You can't let it linger. Because <laughs> if you've got any kind of a conscience, especially your spiritual conscience, is going to eat you alive. Well, not only that, you're letting Satan a foothold. Yeah, he's gaining ground, you know, if you allow that mm -hmm. separation to continue. That's for sure. So, you know, besides repenting, right, confessing via your mouth to the Lord that you're sorry and turning from the sin, you know, what else do you think um, an individual should do if they're feeling separated? Well, just like some of the other stuff we said earlier, prayer life, increase it, get closer to the Father that way and read the Bible. Um you know, like when I gave my testimony, um, I can see myself standing there giving my testimony. And, and uh, one of the things I said was I didn't have any addictions. But at, when God found me and started uh, walking with me and changing me and everything else, I started reading the Bible. And I held up my Bible and said, this is my addiction. And I remember that. Uh-huh. And um, I do believe that we were talking about anxiety and depression and stuff like that. I believe, and it happened to me because it, it, I, went, I experienced it. Um, anytime I did start to feel depressed or lonely or self, whatever, I picked up the Bible and started reading it. And within a couple minutes, um, I felt the, the calmness and the spirit over me. And then the next thing I know, I've been reading for an hour or so. So I, I just, I do, I believe that if you jump into the word and start reading it, it it'll, it, it'll soothe anything. You it's bet. so hard for us to just realize that we have to stop putting our feelings and our needs first, you know, because it's like, you know, we always, we're always looking at how we feel and how we, what we have going on in our lives, but we're forgetting that it's not about us and that we need to be looking at, at the Lord. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's so saturated in our culture to be me focused. And the more it 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 continues the harder it gets to separate from that you know and i heard somebody talking about satanism and the first rule of satanism is it's basically pleasing yourself you know <laughs> and yeah. it, it really i will it really um kind of jarred me because i think gosh how many of us do that we just kind of sit in our own self and and just look to please self. I mean, I'm I'm not I'm saying I'm guilty just like everybody mm -hmm. else of doing such things, but it's um 
it's really something to reflect on, you know, and maybe even to invite the Lord in to help us with that whole thought process and breaking of that thought process. And I've seen a number of times, a few times anyway, that the way the world sees it, that uh, us Christians, when we run to the Father, they say that we're weak. Yep. Then bring yep. on the weakness. That's right. <laughs> Where I am weak, he is strong. Yes, That's right. Amen. That's right. You don't want to mess with my daddy. That's right. <laughs> yep. You mess with the, the temple, he messes with you. I read that scripture today somewhere. The uh, your body is yeah, the temple. The bo- yeah. Well, the body is the temple, but if somebody hurts one of us, then Father deals with them. As long as you put it into His hands, right? You don't Correct. try to take your own aggression yeah. against it. Vengeance is mine, saith the yeah, Lord. <laughs> yes, that's right. And I'd rather give it to Him. Yep. Yep, he can deal with things much more effectively. Yes, he can. <laughs> He's got a little experience, you know. <laughs> Just read the Old Testament. <laughs> yeah, really. He knows how to deal with folks. No doubt about it. Mm-hmm. Wow, guys. Well, uh, that was a season of failure. Very cool. And we've all gone through it. Yeah. And probably we'll go through it again and oh, again and again. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, yeah. So in summary, I'd just uh, encourage you to, one, you know, grow closer to the Father, run towards Him, not away from Him. Mm-hmm. In prayer and uh, in reading the Word. And prayer and supplication. Yep. Mm-hmm. And thanksgiving. And thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And chances are you are not going to get the answer that you desire. Probably almost 100% of the time, <laughs> you know, but that's not always true. No. You know, but I, he, you always got to remember that he can see around the corner and that he knows what's best for us. He can see way down the road. Mm-hmm. And aren't you tired of doing it your own way? Oh, gosh, yes. You know, it, it never works out when we do it our own way. You know, try it his way. It's much better. Trust him. JW says, y'all are preaching tonight. He said, (laughs) did you find my journal? (laughs) LOL. (laughs) JW, I love you, brother, man. Thanks for the comments. You are uh, so much fun, JW. Keeps me in stitches over here. Yeah, he's awesome. Oh, my goodness. But uh, that's amazing. Well, we hope that we have uh, encouraged somebody tonight. And if you didn't... uh, Get in on the beginning of the show. Please listen back and download and like us. Follow us on iHeartRadio. Follow us on Spotify. You can download from iTunes. Uh, We're on probably just every major music source there is out there now. And I want to challenge everybody. I want to challenge everybody. Yeah. I want to challenge you to share this podcast because there are people who need to hear this. Absolutely. And, you know, you might have been listening and you might have had a a name or two pop into your head. Well, don't just stop there. Send them the podcast. Let them listen. Say, hey, you know what? I got a word for you. Yep. You can send them to the website, godstoriesradio.com. In fact, I'm showing it right now on the YouTube channel. Um, You can send them there and then they can get hooked up with Mixler there and listen live if they want to or 
they mm-hmm. can download. We've got a lot of folks that like to listen to well, us on the drive. Right, and we're on, on the Facebook so they can actually share it. Correct? They absolutely can. If yep. they like us on Facebook, they get the latest podcast almost to the day. I usually uh, finish them and post them on the same night. Right. So. Yeah, be a part of the movement, everyone. You know, start getting it out there. I like that. The GSR <laughs> movement. Yep. It's not us. It's uh, it's, it's all not the us. It's it's uh-huh. it's all the Lord and it's his his body, the body of Christ, which is you guys. Right. And again, just thinking that um, I try to see everything is coming from Father, and there is a reason why we did not have a guest tonight because we did try to get Dan and uh, Diane to here, here tonight. Um, the Father wanted us to talk the way we did tonight, so you got it. Just what he wanted. Amen, Amen to that, Mikey. Mm-hmm. You better believe it. Well, uh, maybe next week we'll try the 800 number. I don't know. Well, and let's- well, I just uh, haven't had an occasion to to kind of roll it out, you know, and I, but that's okay. That's we okay. do have one and uh, I got a lot going on back here. So I might have to solicit some help if we do an 800 number. I don't know. I'm still <laughs> praying about that. <laughs> And if anybody out there uh, is feels the Lord tugging at their hearts to give their testimony, we're ready. Amen to that. When you're ready. Drop us a line at godstoriesradio at gmail.com. And what else can I do, they Mikey? They can tweet us. They can tweet us on Twitter. And like us on Facebook. We just love to uh, read off those names on Facebook. And, and what's really neat about Facebook, guys, is people write in... Uh, on the Gmail with prayer requests. And what's great is I can put that on the Facebook page and there's all of a sudden 609 people or 610 people that are exposed right. to that that are praying. That's awesome. Almost instantly. Yeah. And there's just such power in those numbers. There is. You know, I, and I think it it sends a chill up my spine every time and people start posting back, praying. Right. Well, boom, doesn't it say... Boom, boom. Doesn't it say in the word that where there's two or more together in my name, there I am. Gosh, amen to that, Mike. See, and there you guys go again, being the body of Christ, you know, being a part of that movement. And that's what needs to happen in the world. That's what the world needs is for people to be moving in this kind of a manner. Um, yeah. Got that right, babe. Well said. All right. Well, thanks for hanging out with us. That uh, wraps it up for uh, Season of Failure, Session 163. I'm Fritz. I'm Mike. And I'm Tina. God bless. God bless. God bless. I've seen so many impossible stories become possible, you know. If we can do it, it can be done. And if you got God on your side, and there's nothing you can't do. What you waiting for? Cause nothing is by chance Give me the strength to understand the things you see that I can't I took all my problems and I put it all in your hands I know that it's your plan If it was easy, no, I wouldn't be a strong man Now I put my bets on you cause nothing's by chance me and T died in the kitchen.
kitchen. I was working on the piece. He was working on the written. We just hope someone would listen. Got that test at 116 and they had nothing but a mission. Missed a couple months of rent, but whoa. We done came a long way now. Huh. And God be listening when I pray now. Came from country roads and riding on the train. And now we on that private plane. And I ain't flexing, I'm just saying, wow. So tell me what you waiting for. You ain't gotta sell them things no more. Went to Philly, told the city, free McMillie. If he ever need to talk, I hope he know I'm out of Understand the things you see that I can I took all my problems and I put it all in your hands I know that it's your plan If it was easy, no, I wouldn't be a strong man Now I put my bets on you cause nothing's they was both born in the 80s They got struggles, they got babies But they all in, ain't no maybes Seen them hustle from the bottom Getting to it on the daily It's enough to drive you crazy Even in that new Mercedes, yeah See them grinding till they shoes scuff My shawty used to drive the school bus Never act like she too good for it Sleeping on the floor when they was shooting up the hood, bruh No mama, what you waiting for? Start that business, go and get it, girl Don't let them tell you you can't do it Brought you to it, bring you through it You know God gon' help Cause you do it, Cause nothing is by chance Give me the strength to understand the things you see that I can I took all my problems and I put it all in your hands I know that it's your plan If it was easy, no, I wouldn't be a strong man Now I put my bets on you Cause nothing's by chance That I